to the Thursdays are the best days podcast episode two eighty two. You know what that is? It's a palindrome. I took the word right on my. I I was palindrome or anagram, but I think an anagram is like when you uh, mix. Anagram is the mix up thing. Yeah. I think. Or is it? Yeah. So, yeah, two eight two, two to eight to two is how those numbers all work. Yeah, anagram. I just confirmed it, yeah. Hey, Bruno, I don't know where it is. I don't know if it's in podcast text. Where's our Big Booty Mix rating chart? Is that pinned here? I think it might be pinned. It is oh, pinned. Oh, it is pinned. Shit, okay. So I need to check something real quick. Okay. So, last Thursday, I drove... The best day. It was the best day. I didn't drove. I sat in the I sat in the passenger seat, and had to had to drive across a few states of America. Are you a good Great. passenger? I can hold a conversation. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I can't tell you the last time that I was a passenger for more than like a twenty minute drive. It's Wait. been years, probably. <laughs> With me. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Pretty good. I don't know. I can hold a conversation. I can. I can pay attention to the GPS. I mean, it's it's a lot less like directiony. Like when, uh, if the other person, if like we're in the like we've passed through like Columbus and Cincinnati, so like kind of major ish cities of America. Yeah. Um, and like when you get to the fact one of them that, all hands on deck kind of. Well, when you're places. in a city and like it, like actually, like most of. Most of Pennsylvania roads, when it says be in, like, the right lane, a lot of times, like, the right lane's subjective, and it's, like, a Y where both, like, lanes can Y. Like, it's very subjective of, like, yeah. being what, what lane you're in doesn't truly matter. You just need to be more Dude, on, like, the, the side. In, in the MapQuest times and printing out shit, that was atrocious. Yes. Trying to figure I, out what lane you were supposed to be in. Oh, 100 No. Awful. Google has got it pretty good with Google Maps, how it's like, hey, these are your lanes. Be in fucking this one. Yes. Very helpful. Now, in cities, sometimes when it says of you can be on a four-lane wide highway and you need to be in, like, the third from the left lane, sometimes you legitimately have to be in that third lane because it'll oh, just, yeah. like, that. So yeah. in those situations, I try to be helpful being, like, like, hey, I think I think that lane is, like, a... If we're not on this lane, like we're gonna veer to like a whole different direction than what we should be. So, back in those map quest days, right? Mm-hmm. There's a story that I was with my dad and my grandmother, and we were going to Carrados, which is like an Italian supermarket. And I, it's I, I'm it's shook. like I'm shook like to my core in the Greater Philly area. Okay. Okay. So we're talking like. You got to go out there and you're in it. Um, and I was in the back seat of my dad's truck and I'm like, hey, this is not the right lane. We are not going the right way. In one of the greatest of I told you so moments, we ended up on a throughway to New York. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> what? like a, you cannot get off of this highway for until the next you're, until you're 75 like miles. What? So we pulled a U in one of the emergency like 
turnaround <laughs> sections. Yeah, no, it was like... Damn. We were on the way to New York. And I was the one that was saying, this is not good. And they were like, ah, it's fine. I know where I'm going. Well, gotta, lo gotta love them city infrastructure highways. I think it was like, I was younger. It was like a Saturday morning. I had, we woke up for a swim meet. And like, it was still, it was in the era of GPSs, but my dad just like refused because he like pseudo, he like knows the area well enough to like, just need like the finer details. Like he knows big picture and finer details. Sure. But I remember like having to like hold, I was like, it was like four or five in the morning. We're just driving there because we have to get there early. And I'm like, like a little kid, like 12 or like 11, trying to hold up this piece of paper while I'm not trying to fall asleep for the directions because I was like, it was just me and him. And I was like, yep. And he kept falling. And he's just like, he has to hold it himself. And I'm like, just not helpful. Um, it's like one of them hold the damn flashlight straight moments. Yeah. But. Yeah, so we were went from Lebanon, Pennsylvania, out to Richmond, Indiana, which is like just it's like one of the easternmost like Indiana cities. It's like you're either on sure. the westernmost part of Ohio to the like the easternmost part of Indiana, like right there. So you have to go across the turnpike, then off the turnpike, and then go like south of Pittsburgh. Like you're under Pittsburgh, and then like you're so far south of Pennsylvania that you don't go straight into Ohio. You go into West Virginia for like, because West Virginia pops up between PA and Ohio for just like yep, gotcha. a little little chunk across there. So obviously, I have no idea what else. I have no idea what to put on in like. I don't listen to a lot of music. I'm bad with like my music. Like sure. So I put on. Gonna, what? gonna be honest, I'm kind of the same way because. Like, I spent four hours in the car with my mom going out, like, towards Pittsburgh once. And I was like, hey, what in the world do I put on for four hours of music? I don't know I if turn... the biggest EDM <laughs> And that's the thing. Like, am I going to throw on the, the worms for her? Or, like, <laughs> I went to Big Booty Mix. And it went okay. well. It was fine. See, that's I'm what assuming I did. that's where you're going. Yeah, so I threw on Big Booty Mix. Again, it was like an eight-hour thing. So we went through eight of Like That's a lot. It was just like, like where on the list do I start? Because I can pick a good one, but we have to go through a lot of, like... So I put them down pretty low. I didn't hear. And, like, I kind of lost track of where we were for a while. And one came on. And I'm like, what the... F I'm like, what is this one? I mean, it's not recognizing me in my brain. It's, like, slapping. I'm like... I'm like, did I rate one wrong? Did I like, am I where? What what did I miss? Where did this one come from? Yeah, Big Booty Mix thirteen. Which now re looking at the charts, I'm like, re looking at the charts, I, you called it that it's a banger, and I'm not saying it's. I guess I guess my I looked at it. It's just like a kind of average one for me, but when I look at the rating, I understand like all oh, the sound clips were kind of. Eh, which I think oh, you love that intro. I'll have to re-listen to the intro again. I missed the start, but like I'm now, I'm curious which one it is. I get I. It, I guess my like intro and sound clips 
flew it so under the radar, but when I look at song selection and like flow, it was eight and seven. Those are respectable scores. Hell, the like total average of these things is like in the seven and eight. So it like puts it around like seven and eights. I don't know. I got really thrown off and like I had an almost existential crisis that I like rated a whole one wrong. But like I don't know. Oh, this is the pepper. Yeah, this is a good one. So I yeah. Oh, I I know why this. Yeah, I know why this was good <laughs> intro. If you had one shot, oh, one opportunity. The, oh God. Okay. I still yeah, want to rate this it high. intro slaps. It does, but I just, eh, it doesn't quite do it for. I, again, that whole big booty mix. If you haven't re-listened to Thirteen in a while, Thirteen like low key is just a great mix. Actually, one of your fours are best. sweaty. Knees weak, arms spaghetti. It's top four for you. One, two. I I think it was a fucking good one. Top five. I think it was the first like, holy shit, this is solid. They know what they're doing, kind of ones yeah. for me. I don't know. I just you know, like eleven was good. I think eleven hit it with the songs, but they lost some of the other shit. But thirteen was like, yeah, we got this. Yeah, I. It's it's going into my more regular rotation at this point. I a lot. I, and then I was thinking about it, I'm like, it's been almost we're probably like a, a a month shy of it being a year since we started the journey. Really? Yeah, because we started somewhere around like Thanksgiving, I thought. Um. Because I think I remember listening to one or two while we went to like fake fake Thanksgiving day. Someone else that we missed the actual day from might be a little bit closer to December time. But it's between Thanksgiving and Christmas that we started, and it's end of October. The biggest of booties. Yeah. Um. Oh, and that Middle America is very. It's crazy how like. Middle America is every every Middle America I've been to is like the same like thing copy and pasted with just like a, a slightly different flavor of like hometown. Do they got pride. the square roads out there? The like straight lines everywhere. With oh my god! Intersections. It's absolutely crazy to me. In like the same, I guess going out west. So I met a I. I was out there because I had to meet a guy, and he's from Cincinnati, and he lived in the around the city and suburbs all of his life. Um, and he's all, he's traveled out to the rural sticks. Like, don't get me wrong, he's like definitely been around that, and, but he didn't quite know like where we're from, obviously, because why would you know, like our area yeah. in the world? Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, I basically described to him like, hey, this town we're in right now, and this rural like community, we have that in Pennsylvania. The only issue is. Like, it's not an hour to a big city. Like, we we have, like, these small rural communities that are, like, 20 minutes from somewhere not royal and, like, rural and, like... Sure. Like, honestly, like, my case. Yeah. You know? Like, even where, like, where my parents and I lived in high school, like, again, we it was farm fields, it was, like, farmers, you know, curvy, yeah. like, road, trailer, like... But then 20 minutes, I could be to a town that has, like, a bunch of shit and, like, feel like yeah. you're... I'm like, here... 
you're like hours for you're like an hour plus from anywhere reasonable. Ours is just like a copy and paste with like closer stuff. And I was like, but yeah, like smaller it, pockets, yeah, less less spread, smaller pocket. Yeah, but when I'm driving on these roads in between farms, it's like it's almost like when we go to a grocery store in another state and we see like a lot, an aisle of beer and we're like, holy fuck, what's going on yeah, here? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and then it's just like the government said, Hey, we're going to cut a, we're going to cut a line through your farm. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. I mean, this side and that side, it's all same flat, no rocks. It's like, it's just, it's whatever. There's like no good, like path to pick or Pennsylvania. Hey, so what? In my head, and I could be completely off base. But we're like one of the early states, you know? Yep. I think it was an afterthought. Oh, I think that that's been. what happened. I think that like everything just like flooded in and was like, hey, this is mine. And then people were like, shit. We need roads for things. We need places for things to go. Yeah. And then people were like, yeah, good idea. Here's a little bit of space winding through fuck all everywhere. Yeah, they, they laid out a map of the farm, and they're like, well, I don't use I, this wiggly part. And they're yeah, like, okay, perfect. I think there's some elevation things going on, too, like some hills are oh, yeah. a factor of that. I think it's less hills out that way, mm-hmm. more like flat, flat. Yeah. So you're not like, oh, if I wanted to go that way straight, I got to dig through a mountain. Like, there's not so much of that. Or or it's like digging through a mountain is so much more, like, it's more, we could add a, like, 20 miles of road or, like, maintain one tunnel. Like, yeah. it's just, like, it's, it's actually, actually I, with the people I work with, so every once in a while some people from the Ohio and Indiana plant come in, like, come into Pennsylvania, and, like, a, a couple of them know, and they have to warn, like, the guys that, have lived out west all their life they're like hey when you hit pennsylvania you're gonna have to like like hey you're gonna have to watch out like turnpike like it's it's gonna get weirdly people are gonna be aggressively taking bends and curves at speeds you guys will probably be very like oh yeah mentally not like yeah people on turn there's one turn on the turnpike that i go through or have gone through a lot right People take that motherfucker at like 95 and oh, it's like, yeah. it's the one like S curve that I'm like, Oh, you know, almost everything I drive has a lot of top weight. I don't yep. drive like sports cars or anything. So I'm if like, anything. ah, if I'm doing like 75 to 80, which is like the minimum required speed on the turnpike, I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm going to knock it down a couple. If anything, like, I cruise I might know exactly off. where you're talking about. There's a couple. Like, there's you like, probably do because it's that direction. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I know they've had to warn like those guys. It's because like again, it's like people that do it every day get super comfortable around those curves. Oh and yeah. You just understand like what if you know your car and you know those turns, you can you can do them and you'll be like fine. Obviously, it's not like a death trap. Like ten people die there every day. But yeah, people that don't expect it, it's just like holy shit, like. But yeah, um, I think it's that one, right? Yep, yeah, no, that's that is the one. It's right at the Renaissance Fair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Mount Hope. Yep, yep. 
It's just, it's an S curve, and it's like, the speed limit on the turnpike is 70. No one does it. Everyone's doing more than it. And it's like, you know, if you're driving like a van or a truck, you start being like, ah, that's, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty curved. And then you got like tractor trailers bombing next to you and getting all scared from them. You know that uh, that Ren Fair is like rated like they'll say like one of the top like top three in America. Sure, I don't think I've ever been to it. It's a it's again it's it's one of the more serious ones out there. So there's like a serious one in in. Uh, Texas, which is just big, like you, you're, just, you're gonna lose out. It's Texas. Um, there's a big one in Maryland. Everything's bigger, but it's more just like there's no like. Someone described to me it that the Maryland one's nice, but there's no like roads or anything, and there's like a lack of infrastructure around it. It's more just like in a field with structures and stuff, but it's like field parking, field like gravelish roads coming up, whereas the Pennsylvania one actually has like roads and like hot like it's it's just a slight step up but like the Pennsylvania yeah. one is pretty highly regarded and serious i've been there once well i went in there and did a day of it once Madeline and i were just there a couple weekends ago not to do that but it's on a it, it's a winery brewery distillery that like ho- like kind of facilitates the rent fair it was to get people to come to the they, that's why they started like it all was to get people to come to the uh, venues. Yeah. And now it's grown into its own bigger thing. Um, I uh, I just did a couple like panning around in Google Street View. They've got a couple dots there. Yeah. It looks exactly what I expect. Like if you said Renaissance Fair, it is what my head would dream of. Yep. It's like. Uh, it's... I see a lot of pavers, a lot of nice but gravel kind of like walkways everywhere. Yep. There's a fucking little castle entrance bullshit looking thing. The houses and huts and everything look correct, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's packed. It's like, I I can't think of improvements off of what I'm looking at. I think there's like on an an average weekend, there's 10,000 plus people that like show up to it. Really? Yeah. Like it's yeah. I know they sell out of tickets a lot of weekends. I think this is the last weekend of it actually. Uh the Halloween weekend, which ends up being one of the biggest. But it's it's a it's it's worth to try one time in life. It it was it was a fun sure. day. They have some good food. Um there's a story. There's like an actual story you can follow around if you start in the meeting of the day and you like follow it around. Yeah. And there's just fun That's little cool. side stuff. But Jenny, that was that was super. Yeah, I kept pulling you off track. To be honest, no, with you. you're you're good. That was just trying to figure out. There's a mermaid. There is a. I think there's a mermaid tank. I think there's like a yeah, mermaid tank. She is walk. in a tank. And you get to like she walk up and like got a window. Yeah, kids get to take pictures with it. There's a mud pit of like people wrestling. What else? There's a big like chessboard, like a big lawn chessboard. I I saw that earlier. Yeah, afraid I'll enjoy that. 
Dude's got a hawk. One dude had like fire whips. He was like flip, fire whips. It was like your summoner build. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't think. I will say people do go all in with the costumes. There, there, there are some like high tier costumes there. I believe it. Last, the other weekend when we went, I think it was the theme was technically, uh, um, uh, time travel. It was a time travelers weekend, so it was kind of weird. Not weird, but like it was, you got like a bunch of just like generic, uh, like nerd cosplays. Whereas the Halloween weekend, I know people go real hard in like this boopy scary like costumes. Nah. And then on like the more average weekends, you just get like fantasy. But the Halloween one, I think, is like the cool, like where you expect to see like the best, like, like scary costumes. Oh shit. Um. Oh. So. I know you don't use. You don't use uh weather, uh. Like services because you have your own weather prediction. App. I I do supplement. With some stuff do you yeah do you find well weather... okay i have a weather station yes my weather station gets fed to weather underground okay I do like weather. and i use weather underground and i like it because i have found it to be fairly accurate for my exact location fair like it's I... done me pretty well have you found that weather websites are one of the worst running websites in this goddamn internet due to the fact that they have a bajillion and a half ads trying to load on them all the time? I know you don't see ads on a normal nope. basement, but like... Don't. Do I even get ads on that? Like I tend no, to sometimes no, default you. to like AccuWeather. But like the amount of ads they try to load, even with like ad blocker you can tell like the site's just trying to load a bunch of bullshit oh like, yeah the... there is an ad there's a couple ad blocks in here in fact there's a lot i get two like i get a banner at the top and then two big blocks it is some of whether whether websites are they have to get such good internet traffic on an average like on a, a consistent internet traffic base that they must say, oh my god, if we just throw one more ad, we'll make so much more money. But they're the most poorly, like, usable websites in this goddamn world. Yeah, they gotta be doing pretty good. Like, what other service, other than, like, a social media, like a Facebook? Which, which is just a whole different, like, can of worms. Sure. But, like, that's a solid, a lot of people. Like, like, we're talking over 50% of the population probably checks the weather. Yeah. At it, least once a week. Right. And, like, it's a... And it just doesn't ever stop. No, because there's always new weather. You always kind of want, like, I, you know, this weekend, I, it's supposed to be nice. So I check the right, or I check the thing. Is it still supposed to be nice? AccuWeather uses some weird... It's, like, Saturday's supposed to be the last nice weekend of the, till spring. I'm like, it's a bold prediction, AccuWeather. We get those fucking, <laughs> we get those random ass. We we get it's like mid mid February. We get that one eighty degree like weekend that everyone's just like, oh my yeah. god, summer early early summer everyone. And the next week is like nor'easter. 
But um Yeah, I uh I don't know. I was just I have cause my work I don't have any ad stopping on my work laptop because it might like it might trick sure. me into thinking something's broken at some point in my life. I can at least understand that. Um I think that I would have two browsers, one for myself and one for other things, but well, I, already I can have, at least understand your logic. I have to use three. Uh, you know? Because everything's single sign-on, so you have to be browser-based with oh, sign-on yeah. you want to be singled about. Yeah. And then, just like other things. But yes, anyways, I, I just had it up, my computer was running shit, and I was like trying to figure out what it was, and I closed a couple tabs, but it like finally resolved itself after I closed the weather tab, because it was just fucking so much RAM, and I, I was awful. Um, but yeah, uh, oh, I know what I wanted to talk about. We're in the final stretch of Formula One. Five, yeah, four, four more races, I believe. Um, Five I weeks at this quick. point. I think it's Mexico, Brazil, Vegas, Saudi Arabia. Uh, is that Saudi Arabia? The Abu Dhabi? I think Isn't that, that uh, like United Arab Emirates or something? Whatever. Yes, you're correct. There's four races. Yeah, you're right. The UAE. Yep. Um, but, you know what just happened this past week, race weekend? I don't even... No, I don't. Logan Sargent, first American race driver in 30 years to score an F1 point. 30 years? Yeah, since like 1993 with Michael Andretti. Did he have... Did he have points before the DNFs? No, he was... He was out of points. Alex were 11th and 12th. Oh, shit. So they turned into 9th and 10th. And I will defend this point where, yes, they they got given it, but did they really lose when two competitive people were using illegal cars? No. I, exactly. Rules are rules. If they're... I am a stickler for F1. If they have rules, follow them. Exactly. That's exactly what they did. But... They followed their rules. If no. they didn't follow them, everybody would be doing it. Exactly. Even Total Wolf, his statement was like, yeah, we broke the rules, and we'll learn from it and move on. Apparently, I think they were really worried that they were breaking a bunch of other rules that they didn't want to break. I think he just wanted to say, yep, it's done. They didn't want to dispute or, like, challenge anything. And, like, especially with these cars, these cars are huge on the underfloor downforce. So the closer the car is to the ground, the more downforce they have. That's, like, how the aerodynamics of these cars work. So the fact, the the rule break that we're talking about is there's a plate or a punk of wood or something. I don't know. There's something on the bottom of the car, and it has to end up being so thick. If too much of it gets worn away, it's done. You're out. You done fucked up. And I think it was a combination of just their cars being too low and these curbs being aggressive. Yes. So, 
um everyone's been hating on uh Logan Sargent this year cuz someone has to be the the driver they hate but now that he scored a points people are are loving to meme on him now well they've always loved to meme on him but like now it's yeah. like a fun, it's like a cool thing oh my god i am absolutely in, i i absolutely love that like this is his like this is like the poster or like the image they use for him anytime they talk about him like even more now and it's like it's just like him with an eagle on the American flag that's like what the fuck's a kilometer <laughs> yeah well like formula one is a very european thing but they're trying to get into the american market let's just be real i know and they have been memeing this shit out of him being like completely illiterate illiterate to every metric measurement there is kilometers celsius everything tire temp is uh 34 degrees like oh that's cold no like uh, the race where everybody was like dying of heat stroke they were like 40 degrees ah that's cold we're good (laughs) yeah um oh it's just uh oh it's just fun i don't know i love i love i love it and it's my team so i get to love it even more exactly it's great um yeah I think, I think, uh, I think the Texas track is like weirdly one of the better. Like, I know they all want to meme on it, but I think the Texas track is technically, by statistics, like one of the better tracks for like overtakes and stuff on the thing. Honestly, like, it was a pretty good race. I I think it's just one of those tracks that like for for not no reason it's obviously design and like intention but like it's a very well it's probably it's just not a historic track yeah but like it's a track i think they would i think it's a track that if people could paste it into a country that they would like claim is like historically f1 like you post it in like oh yeah uh, uh, like if that track was in the uk and it was the track of the of the colonizers or whatever you'd want to call it like um yeah no that would be a good track yeah so, but now, um, I think a solid track. Ooh, I love this Mexican track. It's the Mexico one or the Brazil one where it's like, there's just a sharp ass corner and there's like grandstands on both sides. It might be Brazil, but it could be Mexico. I think it's Mexico. I'm looking though. It's, it's definitely Mexico. It is hundred percent Mexico. Okay, because there's just that one corner. I know. I just think it'd be the. It's like place. the, the stadium seating where it's like seating literally everywhere around the corner, and it's a yeah. big sharp, sweeping turn. Yeah. Oh yeah, here it is. It's right before the, start finish too. I think I know this worked. because this was like one of the f- tracks that I latched onto when I was doing, the F1 2020. Yeah. I just kept like I just randomly started a track and just kept running it because I wanted to learn how to drive because F1 cars are funky to drive a little bit like mm-hmm. oh, as yeah. far as I, braking and everything I, goes. Yeah, not a not a it's a it's an atypical car to like just understand. 
Yeah, like you can't just hop in the game and be like, yeah, I can drive. You have to like relearn how to drive because you can't turn and brake at the same time. It just doesn't work. So, question for you. Yeah. So, okay. I, we get tickets, we get, we get, like, we get, we want a package that says, okay, you've won F1 tickets, you get to pick roughly where you want to sit on the track. Do you want to sit on a straightaway where the cars are no. almost unseeable and no. but you're like seeing them go, Woom. or do you want to turn I, like this where you can actually like look at them like as I don't like... know where it exists, but let me tell you the perfect scenario. Okay. You're in the stands, so you have a seat. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it might be like right here. It's, it might be like a very good scenario. The only. I'll tell you about the only thing that beats it, I think. So you're looking at a slow speed corner, but behind you is a straightaway. So you get to watch them go slow around a corner where there could possibly be overtaking or spin outs or yada, yada, yada. And then behind you, you hear them going yum, 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 right by you. You just want the well, spa hill. That was the other thing. Or you sit at Spa Hill. Um. Yeah, I see. I want a corner. I I just want to look. I want to look. Absolutely, a hundred percent. I think a straightaway would be fun to hear. You can hear it from like a mile away. Like whatever. That's why I said put it behind you. Yeah. I have uh one of I think it's, I think it's announced this week. But Williams had like one of those contents for contests where you like sign up and they're like win a VIP experience to Las Vegas. Hmm. Oh, I'm so like I'm so mentally hoping that like I could ever win that. Just the idea of like winning a VIP experience to like the VIP relic. Vegas or Miami would be a really good VIP experience, I think. Like, like if they gave you like some sweet tickets, either I mean, one like, of those would be a fantastic place. Well, I think any like base tickets to those races would be sweet. Like the bar is already so like high for those races of what an experience would be like again just a ticket still like a, a seat like some sort of like in the garage or like around the garage paddock area level access to a vegas grand prix you're gonna meet your goddamn super like superstars yeah the level of people you're going to be around mm-hmm. is going to be like like their butlers are like higher rank than us in this world like they're probably just like <laughs> Oh, you see that guy? He served like the last four presidents. Like, holy shit! So, like, in my, in my, in my, in my hope of hopes, it's just like, oh man, I'm sitting there like sipping champagne at the Las Vegas Grand Prix. Well, I'm just like, tweeting. okay. I got a hypothetical for you. Yep. You get tickets to sit in a seat mm-hmm. to any with travel to any F1 race. Do you know what track you want to go to? So they're not fancy super tickets, but you're sitting in a a seat somewhere. So my first thought is like I've always I feel like I've always enjoyed watching the I'm going to go with ones I've enjoyed watching. So honestly, as much as I like Spa there's, we've seen too many rainouts there. Um, that is a concern. I don't want to go because I don't want to sit in the rain. Um, or I don't want a rain race. 
I'd like to, I'd like a I'd like a very just like generic experience if I got everything going. So that it eliminates that one. Um I could as long as Max Verstappen's racing, it fucking get me away from the Netherlands. I, I cannot stand like did they expect me to read that in time? That was a goddamn paragraph. No, as you were saying before my internet rudely disconnected, you don't want to go to the Dutch track? Do, 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 do. Uh, no, I, I swear, I'm, I, 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 they've gotten better on it these years, but I'm not going to go choke to death on a goddamn papaya smoke grenade because, like, okay. I, I just don't need it. I just don't. So we're starting to avoid the Middle East. I, I, they're hot. No. They're I don't, shitty no. tracks. They're... I don't, I don't want to be there. So you get you leave the Americas, like and I'm the North Americas. So like, plus South America, if you want to consider Brazil, I'll consider that. So like, I know the Brazil one's always like a uh, super fan. Like the Brazilians love F1 and they want to see like a driver in there. Like it's a super like fun. It's always towards the end of the year, so there could be like some fun with it, but not this year, obviously. Um, I think the Mexico would be a good time, and I think it's a decent track. Yeah. Um, Monza could be good. I think. Monza could be good. Italy. I, I'm not going to Monaco. Like, uh, that again, I think with better tickets, it could be pretty cool. Better to tickets, be like yes. chilling on a, a rooftop pool and watching cars go around. Yes. But like Kimmy super yacht. N- yeah, sure. Nothing's happening there. No. Um. So I think it falls under a couple of them. Like I Silverstone. Think... Silverstone. So one of them would be the uh, Austria. I think it's the Austria one with the big ass hill that they like shoot up and then like swerve down. I forget what it's. Is that Belgium? Mm. It's Belgium. It's not Belgium. Uh, F- the big ass hill is Spa. No, no, this this is it's not a, a Spa size hill, but the idea is you like. The whole track is like shooting up a hill, and then you like kind of swerve down. I'm trying to figure out which one it goddamn is. Okay. Uh, that's that's Suzuka. What about Zandvoort? Zandvoort? That's uh. That's, With that uh, crazy ass bank turn at the end. That's I I I like it, but that's the Dutch one. Is it? Yes. I don't think it's Spa. No, Spa's it's the one spa. that goes side, like it's an S curve up the hill, and then there's the big downhill straight, and then you turn around to the right. I just think it's the one I'm thinking. The one that's like killed a bunch of people because they get T-boned at the top of the hill? No, because it's just not. Yeah, Zandvoort is not... the Dutch one. You were right. Silver... That's not Marina Bray. I'm not Paul Ricard, not Miami. It's like the one that's always right before the summer break. F1 duel. I have to go on the website. Is it Jetta? No, I don't think so. Uh, July, Hungary. What's the Belgium? Belgium Spa? Yes. Or so, am I mistaking Silverstone and Spa? 
Is this the thing you're thinking about? That's not the turn I'm thinking about, no. But it's possibly the track still. Because, like, yeah. this is a this is a I, track I, map. For I guess Spa. I think, yeah. I Yes, it is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, if you could guarantee me Sonnet Spa, I'd be happy as shit. I know where you're, I know that, that's like turn three, three and four, like, I know where that is. I enjoy turn one, which is like the, like, over like one eight, almost like 180 degree, like, turn at the very beginning when you start your way up the Mm -hmm. hill. Mm -hmm. That's like, that's what I want to see, because they, like, they rip around that and they go shooting up the hill, so it's spa. So, I, I guess, spa, um, Australia. I think the Melbourne track has always been like a really fun race to watch every year. Hmm. Okay. I think the Canadian race has been a lot of fun to watch every year. So Montreal. Um, don't want any street tracks so that you like get no. Bang. But yeah, those. I could even yeah. go to Japan. I would take Suzuka. They claim everyone claims it's like an amazing track. I and not that I don't believe them, but like it seems the the love for the track is very true. I'll I'll take a Suzuka. Like it's also very compact. Like that's what's like S's. At almost at any point you can see two parts of the track is what I'm getting at. Like yeah. it's very compact like the track goes under itself. Yeah. You know? Yes, Instead I... of being a big sprawling thing, it's kind of close knit. The more re- most realistic and one of the top ones I'd want to go to is the Montreal one, so that's kind of cool to think about. Not yeah. I don't know how much I love. Let me look at a map again so I can remember which one it is. Um, it's nothing too crazy. I just think there's been a lot of good races there. Yeah, not that's. I just. I forget so easily. It's the one but, that's on like it's a little island. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not not a track, but it isn't like a track. Yeah. It might even be classified as a street circuit. I don't think it is. Well, like you have to be careful because the Australian circuit is classified as a street circuit, but it's like they it's like they construct it from own track. It's like it is a street circuit, but it's not. It's just technically because it's not a permanent. It's not a permanent track. It's like built up, so it like gets classified as street. Yeah. Fair. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah, I definitely don't think you have bad picks. No. Or I hate myself and like go sit in the guitar. No, fucking keep me out of the sand. I don't need to be there. I don't need it. Talking about cars. Yeah. For some reason on Reddit today, it recommended me this post from like r slash Mustangs. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I guess I'm going to search for it now and get like recommended more. But it was like, it was just one of those funny posts where it was like some 17 year old. It's like from like days ago, weirdly. It's just like, hey, do you want to see this post from like a week ago? And I'm like, I guess, sure. Like some 17-year-old bought a pretty brand new Mustang and all the comments were roasting him like, bro, like. like, Don't make this your last car ever. Like, just like the, you know, classic Mustang. 
nonsense, but like I had no idea. Well, how well like, like... D- did you not know how bad Mustangs get trashed on? I, I I didn't know how bad they were, but it just like the fact that it was a seventeen. It wasn't just like an adult that got one. It was like also like a young kid that got like a brand new one. Yeah. And it's not just a sing. It's not just like a regular dunk. It was like a the multi dunk complex. Yeah. The the problem is so a Mustang, right? Uh-huh. Is I think without a doubt the lowest cost, highest performance car that there is. Like it's it's at a threshold where it's a rear wheel drive car that doesn't cost a shitload of money that has a decent amount of power. And like I said, is rear wheel drive. Uh That combination means you're putting it in the hands of a greater population, a greater population that doesn't know how to drive a car like that correctly. And is, you know, like one mistake is all it takes for you to wrap it around a telephone pole. Yeah. Or like getting goaded by a crowd of people leaving a cars and coffee and you hit the gas a little too hard while you're still turning out of the cars and coffee. And now your Mustang is sideways going towards a crowd because you understeered it. Or oversteered, sorry. But that's why there's so many clips of Mustangs crashing into things. How is there so many goddamn, like, posts? Like, this is a very active subreddit, apparently. That, but the same explanation I just gave you is the reason for that. Like, what's a V8 Mustang cost? What What would you guess? I no idea. I, I have no... Here it was. I'm going to say it's in the 40s for a V8 Mustang. Uh, possibly. Starting at 42.4. Not that bad. That's, that is the reason. I guess he, I guess he deleted his, he deleted his. his... Deleted the whole account. It's gone. Um. I just, that was funny, I don't know. A crazy car for a 17 year old it is it's also crazy to come to reddit and say i am actually paying for half of it it's a that's that's like and insurance you know it's just how it goes also i enjoyed his second picture of him trying to be aesthetic with it at a bp but it's not quite a 7-eleven no you gotta go to the 7-eleven man Yeah. Okay. Hear me out, Bruno. We go to we go to Sheets. Go to the, we go to Altoona and we visit the Sheets family. And we tell them let, let us. So all the Sheets are owned by, owned by the Sheets family. There's like it's not franchise. It's all Sheets owns all the Sheets. It's all within the family. Um. Tell them like, hey, let's make an aesthetic sheets with like some red vapor wave. Let's get like the sheets like red vapor wave aesthetic. Let's try to let's try yeah. to like design. Let's try to be the new 
Let's try to be the Seven Eleven of like Pennsylvania. We don't got those shits around, and we do, but like not really. Like, okay, you take a sheets, right? Mm-hmm. You get a little extra land when you build it. You have a slightly larger parking lot off to the side of the sheets. Not the back. Don't put it in the back grungy area. Put it off to the side. You do some fancy work with the parking lot. And you throw some like neon or similar lights under the the overhang for the pumps. You now have a cars and coffee location every Sunday. Or whatever yeah. they do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's just money. Like, it is. Who's going to go to a Cars and Coffee and not go into Sheets quick? Get your schmuffin. That's, you're at the coffee right there, you know? I think we could Have sell a the fuck... idea. Make sure you put the the MTO side, like the food prep side, on that side of the Sheets. Oh, Put a yeah. fucking window out there. Let people walk up and order shit. I yeah, I'm sheets like their colors are like the yellow and the red, but then you get a lot of the green. Like they do a lot of green acts that we could get some cool neon. Like it would just be I think we could design something cool. Like put a, accent lighting on that on like your concrete work over there for your your islands and shit. Mm-hmm. like half decent landscaping like spend a couple bucks on that side of the building and you just I think it's a home run skyrocket those profits yeah I yeah that was my thought I'm in um, I'm sold who has better is who has a better like color do we sell it to Wawa? Do they have better colors? I just thought of red with cars would be good. Wawa have? Honestly, 7-Eleven has some really good colors. That's why they work so hard. Yeah. Wawa's like red and fucking tan. So no. Yeah. Sheets is a little better. Sheets is some... like brick, red, and yellow. Yeah, I thought you could get some cool stuff, especially with like. But then, like the green background, like you were saying, you can. Especially well, that Sheets always has had a, like a little bit of popping. There, if you look around in their brand, they got some they, pop. Yeah, they they pop with green, which are complementary colors, obviously. Um, but that's how. But they, like, uh, you can't beat the retro look of a Seven Eleven with their. No, you can't. Their orange, green, red stripes going around the building. Ah, oh, God. Yeah. No, no, but we. we we bring back. We try to bring back the classic sheets. Though. I don't know if you remember seeing sheets like with those with the with those logos. Those are like the not, old. Not sheets. really. I don't. Sheets wasn't around me when that happened. I don't. Okay, because that's like. Sheets wasn't deep in my territory in these color times. Like, I think I've definitely gone. Like, I've seen them. Don't get me wrong. But yes, I know. Never that's... around me. That's like what that's more of like what I think of sheets because that's just like um what are we at fifty five minutes holy shit 
Um, I am super excited. Yeah, it's just so good. But, like, that's so good. It's, I think it's because it's the three colors. I think it is. Um, I wanted to make this comment that I'm super excited for City Skylines 2 to come out. Because City Skylines 1 came out in a more, and I'll always keep bringing back up as the more golden age of YouTube. And yeah. the idea that we might not get everything back, truly. But, like, there's a few YouTubers I'm excited to see them possibly pick up, a, like, a torch and say, hey, I'm going to do a, a big City Skylines 2 playthrough and might get some, like, some good content. Probably if you won't find, be disappointed. If you find one, let me know, because I might hop on that train. And, and Gory Tom from the Augscast, he, yeah. he always did a good one. Um, people are kind of hoping he picks it up again, but yeah. Um, I mean, even if it's like someone new. Yeah, no. I don't. I'm... I don't mind new YouTubers being a thing. No. Um. Have I ever posted this guy's channel to you? Um. I don't know if you'd love the content, but I don't know if you'd hate the content. Bright Sun Films. Have I ever talked to him to you about him? I don't recognize it, but that doesn't mean anything. Like, I feel like you might have. Yeah. Like they, these videos look familiar, but I'm not all sure. YouTube videos look that familiar. Exactly. <laughs> um. Yeah, his his content's like I would say he puts in more effort. I would think in my mind he puts in more effort into the videos than I think he probably gets paid for them, but he probably doesn't cause he's doing them. Like I obviously think he like is I don't think he's losing his like money on them. But yeah. they're always well done videos and it's like a classic go to after like a couple weeks of not watching him. Might have to check them out a little bit. It looks like a lot of abandoned buildings and like company. Yeah, that's this whole thing. Like is like documentary kind of looking he, stuff. He kind of like the idea of like abandoned structures interested him, but then he tells you like the story behind it. So, I mean, it's it's like definitely one of those ones where I'd tell you watch it through the years. Um, sure. Because if you watch one video from like now and one, you're, they're going to probably have a little bit different vibes just because like. He broke. It used to just be abandoned, where you talk about like, oh, uh, a closed Disney park that you could still like sneak on this island and see stuff and like whatever. But then he like broke it off to well, sometimes, sometimes you're more talking about a company going bankrupt than something being abandoned. So he spun off bankrupt to be a different thing, and then if he's actually going there just to walk around and talk, it's explore, but. Um. Yeah. yeah, looks interesting. Um. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. You got you got anything going on this week or happened this week that No, I've been sick worthy? this week. You're sick this week? Yeah. You just it was got a your bad flu time shot. to be sick. I did not get my flu shot. I was going to, but then I was going to, then it was busy the first day that I didn't get to it. I like canceled the appointment, made another one. And that was supposed to be yesterday, and I was sick, and I was not fucking around with getting a flu shot while I was sick. It's ah, not what fine. I needed. You're fine. No, it, it's not fine. Not doing that. Um. So, it's now rescheduled again. See, we'll get there eventually. Just, you can just reschedule both on the same day, and you'll be fine. The COVID flu. Yeah, you know up. that's that's fine. I'm gonna stick with not getting them all at the same time. I don't need a cocktail. You've gotten reaff- you've gotten confirmation that you probably aren't gonna die, so you should just do it. You know that's that's fine. I'm gonna split them up. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> eh, I guess. Um, I'm trying to find. I feel like I feel like I can find something to talk about for like five minutes just to put us a little bit over, but I just don't know what. It's one of those weird things I didn't I thought I thought my time thought my time management skills were better than they were. But I don't really got much going on other than the fact that like well, Discord's been Discord minus you has been watching Harry Potter a lot lately. And I'm watching so Harry Potter, on. but like, it's not with you guys. So annoying because I'm like, because I'm already watching. Are you behind or ahead? I mean, I've watched them before. Like, I've yeah. watched. I, I've, this is like the third year that we're we're watching it around this time frame. Like, yeah. And because Madeline never watched Harry Potter movies growing up or read the books, and it was like 2020. We just started living together. I'm like, how have you not? Like, how? I'm like, just how? They were sometimes, whether you liked them or not, they were like a generational defining, like, set of books and movies that, like... Yeah, even I think... People were a little bit older than us, but, like, definitely, like, it was just, like, a very influential, like, series in our yeah. time frame. What was you the probably... last one Discord watched? I think The Half-Blood Prince. Six. I think that was the first time I watched that one. Really? I think I stopped before that. Yeah. Okay. I was never huge into it. Like, they were good. Don't get me wrong. I never snobbed them or anything, but I never no. really... Like, I stopped going out of my way to watch them kind of thing. But here's the thing. And Damon and I were on the same page with this. Is there used to be... I guess, did you not watch cable as a kid? Did you watch TV? Yeah. I did. Because there was like one or two channels that had like Harry Potter weekends that all they would do was just replay the movies like over and over. Like that was the weekend. They classified as Harry Potter weekend and they just play movie after movie. Yeah. And I think it might have just like when like they were did... just on TV too. It was just they were TV. They were good. They were big movies that were just playing on TV for like a weekend. Every once like every so often. Half-Blood Prince came out in 2009. That would have put me at 14. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I got into YouTube around this time. Like YouTube and Twitch. That's fine. And, I, I, and my, 
my TV watching declined and other content rose. So that might have been why this is around the time where I stopped. No, yeah, that's like I think that's the logic behind it, at least for me. That's a hundred percent fine. I, I, again, I, um, Damon and I were just. He said it the one night, and I was it like triggered a core memory in my mind of like, oh yeah, I remember. That's how I like. I was young. I think I watched. I think I watched like the first movie. Then I got the books and read them, and then I went read and watched them. But like, I know. I just I, I again, TV they were on, they were super easy to watch. It was like low tier. It just definitely a core memory unlocked. And it's like one of those things I don't even know how to Google it. Old cable commercial about fucking Harry <laughs> Potter weekend. Like, yeah. no idea what goddamn network they're on. I couldn't like. Yeah, I, Fee had never watched them. I guess it was. I guess I'm more caught up in the fact that you guys have never watched them. And I really like again. I've, I've watched them. I've read them. I don't just read the series and watched them. Like yeah, um, crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the next movie, if you watch it, the seventh movie, which is part one of yeah. the two part movie. Um. The like one stunt double for a few of the characters. She got like weirdly an incident went super wrong and there's like stunt double like got paralyzed from the waist down or from the neck down oh, in this, shit. In, during the filming of that movie. God damn. Yeah, and they still like do I think they still have like a charity stuff for him and like but I the whole thing that I think I I didn't know about it at first, but I read about it at one point and stuff, but then it was during the filming of that movie, like one of the scenes something happened and just wasn't supposed to happen that way. You know, weird. Apparently there's a documentary about David Holmes, which is the person who sustained a spinal injury during the filming of part one, who was Daniel Radcliffe's stunt double. Okay. I think he did some of the other, and he was definitely him. Like, sure. Don't, don't get me wrong. He was, Daniel Radcliffe's stunt double, but I think he filled in for some other more minor characters just because sure. it was whatever. But yes, he was he was quote unquote Harry Potter in some scenes you've watched. Whether you knew it or not, he was he he was the other Harry Potter. I think he did it for years too. Like I think he like obviously you match up with the ages, especially when those those type of situations, but like I don't it wasn't like his first movie I think he did with them. Crazy. Yeah. Um ah, we're good to cut it there. Because you know why that we can we can call it there? Because that's all we have time for. On this week's episode of Thursdays are the best days podcast. Thanks for listening and goodbye. See you later.